Yep. <clears throat> All right. Apparently we're live. No, I think it just glitched for a second. Oh. All right. I can't tell. The show's live. What are we live on? I think it's, I think. Yeah, no. Okay. We're live. We're live on our YouTube. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. There's already 35 people watching. All right. Well, hold on humans. I need to, um, we throw this up on Thomas isn't wearing pants. So he's got to figure this out. That's correct. Rarely do. Um, Yeah, this is wild. All right. Wait for some more people to join and see what happens. Um, but yeah, basically, we're going to break down everything that we found out. I just talked to Connor Pardo. Jimmy's been doing the rounds, talking to pretty much everybody in uh, Major League Football. Have you talked to anybody at the PPA? Yeah, I have, actually. I've talked to a couple execs at the PPA. So this will be interesting. Yeah. Because, because there's definitely two sides to it to what happened and then two sides to they both have obviously they're both very optimistic about the future as they should uh, be yeah yeah right well they both i mean you have to be in a moment like this right yeah. like yeah the, the future you, of, you definitely of can't show show that trepidation right right yeah That's i got on the uh, yeah like i got on the phone with pardo and uh hey maddie pickles i did make my bed i got on the phone with pardo and he was just like laughing like you know this is crazy like pretending like it was fun maybe yeah. it is maybe this maybe this is fun for him but i know that if i'm in the mlp or the ppa shoes you know deep down i am like this is this is war mode right yeah. I and mean, this is yeah. the future of pro pickleball yeah for sure and, and i mean we, we can get into it but this shift just in the last 24 hours has been wild because it's gone from the pp from the MLP owners being pretty pissed at the MLP to now like, holy shit, we're going to pull this off. Is that, that's kind of the tone of, yeah. of what you're hearing? Yeah, that's the tone. So can you talk a little bit about some of the players? So let, I guess it's probably sure. worth doing a little bit of a backdrop in terms of what exactly is happening right now. Right. Yeah. So, so, so we can start from the beginning. So basically so Connor Pardo came on our podcast, King of the Court, last Sunday, okay? We recorded a podcast. On that podcast, he talked about MLP and PPA. And one of the questions we asked him, funny enough, was, can the MLP and PPA coexist? Because you were there with me. We're, top, we're at the top of Margaritaville, right, in New York. And Steve Kuhn's giving me his vision for PPA, or for MLP. Yep. And it's amazing. But he's talking about, you live in the city that drafts you. Right. These are real teams. These are real franchises. You know, we're signing multi-year contracts. And his vision, while it was amazing, I didn't know where the PPA fit in with that. Right. So I brought that up to Connor on our podcast. And Connor actually was like, you know what? It does fit because the PPA, the MLP is great and it's a fun event, but PPA still proves who the best player in the world is. MLP doesn't prove that. And that was kind of his rebuttal. And he's so he was like, you know, there's room for both. And then the funniest part is, and maybe he said this off the record, so I shouldn't say it, but that's okay. He said, <laughs> we're probably going to have an announcement soon with the MLP. 
And, and so it seemed like everything was good. That was Sunday. So then all of a sudden yesterday we get a call that says, don't really, we're supposed to release our pod yesterday. We get a call that says, do not release your podcast. What time did you get that call? Uh, In the morning, early morning, seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And, And they said, don't release it. We don't want you to release it. There's some stuff happening with MLP. Yeah. Yeah. And so our understanding, and you know, you can tell me kind of bits and pieces. Our understanding is Steve Kuhn with MLP went to the board of directors. He got the votes that he needed to essentially cut themselves out of the PPA deal. Yep. Because they were they were doing a merger, obviously. Yep. And to offer multi-year contracts to players. The owners weren't aware of this at all. Right. In fact, I've talked to several owners. They had no clue. And the reason for that is because Steve didn't want this to leak. He wanted essentially to exactly what happened. I mean, it's like, a, yeah. I mean, one, Pardo told me he was like, he was like, I knew something was up as early as like late last week, just based on the lack of communication and where they were in the deal. Yeah. Um, and so he was ready for shit to hit the fan. Yeah. And he and he was just kind of waiting for that moment. Yeah. And that makes sense because when I talked to Pardo, he was like, he was like, dude, we we have the schedule ready. I'm just waiting for for you know to be able to release it. Right. You know? And you know what's crazy so, about that is this was like a true merger. They were gonna play MLP events on PPA tour stops. Right. But that was something that hadn't that was sort of like that was set to be released. That's that, that was like the final yes. things that they were negotiating. Yes, exactly. And the contract was supposed to be signed or yeah. supposed to be given like as soon as, I think it was like 15 days ago or something like yeah. that. Like yeah. it, it, it was supposed to be done. But yeah. then all of a sudden, you know, lawyers are involved. It's yeah. getting pushed back. There's a lack of communication. There's stall after stall. Yeah, exactly. Apparently there's infighting within MLP, Right. Some yeah. of the some of the owners want to do this. Some don't. Yeah, Steve Kuhn well, obviously yeah. wants to yeah. kind of go his own way and and sort of depart from from these negotiations and say, yeah, and, you know, and we people were actually resigned. Yep, that's what I heard as well. But then apparently those people are still involved. There's yeah, yeah, <laughs> those people are actually making calls to players, mm-hmm. which is wild. But All right, um, so let me um let me read through like this bulleted list. Okay. And then we can expand from there. So this is a blog we just wrote. And this was before I talked to Connor this morning. Um, But this is just sort of a a recap of like the latest, right? So obviously the big news yesterday, gambling is in pickleball. I mean, you could literally bet on uh, like Loom versus um, Rafa. Rafa. And like the headlines, like you could actually make bets, right? So everybody's like, whoa, gambling's in pickleball. That's the big news. At the same time that's happening, Kuhn and MLP owners are actively at like 7 a.m. yesterday calling every top player, offering them six-figure, multi-year guaranteed contracts, exclusive. And it basically tips off the PPA, and all of a sudden, PPA springs into action. Every single pro player, their phone's blowing up, they're getting offers, and it becomes a talent race. It's like a land grab, right? Yeah, literally like an it was an arms race, right? Yeah. Um, let's see. So certain players I heard have seven figure offers. We can talk about that if we want to. 
Um, we could pretty much all guess like who those players would be. So, so, I mean, I'll say it right now. I'll say that, that the face of MLP as of right now, it sounds like from what everything I heard is going to be Tyson McGuffin. Yep. That that's who, that's who they're going to build their brand around. Seven figure deal. Seven figure deal. Guaranteed yeah. money. Guaranteed plus like millions in prize money like yearly not and we're not talking like a, a million we're talking you know three four five million in prize money every single year if his team wins yes you're just but saying like everybody is I'm just saying that MLP is also offering that prize money on top of the guaranteed deals yeah and for perspective remember when um you know MLP and PPA it was like the first time they were really butting heads and MLP goes hundred grand to the winner of this next event. And we were like, yes. Whoa, this is yeah, crazy. Exactly. Right? It's like, what's now, the PPA going to do Yeah, with where we are now. And now we're looking at literally for $5 million in prize money in, in a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So let me just keep reading through this to make sure we, we do, we like cover the basis here, but um, yeah, like around, like probably like mid morning to afternoon, MLP announces multi-year contracts. So they just like put up like a blog, which I didn't yeah. really understand like the purpose of that. Well, originally like, they sent an email to the players, just to the players before they announced it publicly, because I really think that this is MLP trying to get out in front of every, every, you know, counterattack that the PPA was going to issue because, because what Connor did was he, he started making calls. And Connor's words to the players were, I will beat anything that MLP is offering you. Right. He literally, I mean, I know a direct quote. He said, if they give you 200, I'll give you 250. Right. And, and which makes sense, right? You've got to save your product at this point. Yeah. And so, I mean, in the end, Thomas, I mean, who wins? The players win. Yeah. They get to sit back unless, I mean, unless, and I, I don't see this happening. Like unless the, the talent fragments enough that like the product just, suffers so, too so much. that that's the biggest issue i think the i think the fans lose because now you know like you said the talent is diluted on both sides yeah but don't but i still i i still like like watching apps right and yeah. seeing like who the up-and-comers are sort of the, sure. the less established talent like yeah. as long as it's good pickleball yeah. i enjoy that but that's not made for like espn no, it's not made for gambling. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. But, but I did just talk to an owner. And so the rumors are that Ben and Annalie are staying with PPA, which you would assume, which you would assume. Right. Um, I just talked to an MLP owner and he was, and he said, you know, think about the fact that these MLP events don't have Ben and Annalie. He's like, obviously they're the best players in the world, but now you don't have them. Think about how wide open these events are going to be. Like, think about the how the competition, like, it's anybody's game now. Yeah. And that's kind of what MLP is selling. If, if, um, so assuming this, by the way, Pardo said on the phone, he goes, I'm still hoping MLP comes back around and we sign the original deal we negotiated. Now, yeah. I don't know if Connor's saying that is sort of like PR or he yeah. actually would entertain that even happening at this point in my yeah. mind no shot dundon and coon come together no, I, I mean i couldn't imagine it i mean i think that coon feels like 
he's got a leg up on Connor right now, you know, because I mean, the reality is, is the players that we're hearing rumored to MLP. I mean, you have Ben and Annalie at PPA and then literally everybody else. If there's no one to challenge, but I mean, first of all, Ben and Annalie are barely challenged at all right now. Yeah. But if nobody even comes close, that's going to get pretty repetitive. Yeah, right? for sure. That's I mean, it already is. Right? Yeah. yeah. Do you think that um, as MLP says, okay, now we're out on our own, we got to survive. They introduce some more like traditional tour style events. Yeah. I would so assume they would do that. Like that. I think that they would, I think that they would have to. Um, they are one thing that they're promoting is an off season for the players. Right. So they want it to be like time you know, off, true time off. Yeah. Time off. Um, you know, the, the number I heard is 180 to 200 days of play, you know, events, play, etc., And then, you know, 160 days off where PPA was going to, they were going they were telling the players they were going 40 events this year. They were going to up it to 40 and the player, I mean, it's a grind, right? I mean, you, you know, I know Tyler and Zane have talked about it. It's a grind. Yeah. That much travel and all that. So that's appealing for the MLP. Right. So here is, um, Here's some information from part of, so part of these contracts is, yeah, it's like 140 days of work, uh, 401k, uh, comp travel and health insurance, right? Which apparently yeah. is like all new. <laughs> I yeah. Believe, I can't believe there weren't. There wasn't like <laughs> right. that. He's like, fine. Comp travel. Snacks, or, at the, snacks at the venue. Yeah. Wild. Here's a Hertz car. Yeah. Um, but the PPA is essentially just matching that, right? So they're saying health yeah. insurance, comp travel. 20 yeah. uh, tour events and then six team events. So yeah. for 26 total events, that would be the PPA yeah. deal. So yeah, if it's not obvious, Vibe is absolutely coming back. Yes. Um, Pardo was like, oh, Cuban's pumped. He's back in the mix. He didn't want to do the MLP deal in the first place. And he sort of was discouraged by that. But yeah. now that we're back in, um, you know, an all out war, Cuban is like, all right, I'm in. Like, what do we need to do? Yeah. Um, which is which is super interesting. But like one of the things that Dundon is doing and Part O is doing is they're going to MLP owners yeah. and they're essentially saying, divest from your team, however, you need to do that, whether that's through legal means or otherwise, you just take the L. I assume none of them would do that. Yeah. Uh, and buy, put up some cash and buy a, a vibe pickleball team. Yeah. So they're so actively I, trying to recruit MLP owners. They are. So I talked to a couple owners, several actually, and they mentioned this. And it does seem like that yesterday morning, that was a viable option. Okay. I think that that was very viable. I think a lot of these owners felt, you know, blindsided by Steve Kuhn a little bit. Um, but then by the afternoon, once they saw the vision and everything kind of started to come into play, and they realize that, holy shit, Steve, like we can pull this off. Right. We're right. Right. They, because yeah, they, they backed. They, not only did they back Steve, they got them. They started getting on the phones. Right. Well, and, they, they believe in this vision, assuming everything falls into place. Exactly. The reason they don't believe in making an aggressive move as of like yesterday morning is because of the risk, because exactly. of the downside. But yeah. as dominoes start to fall the way of the MLP, yeah. then the owners are going to rally around. Plus it's, it's wartime. I mean, like you have to come together, even yeah. if you're not 
you don't agree with the general's decision, like now you got to fight. Cause yeah, exactly. you can't line. sit on the fence. Exactly. And that's kind of what they've been doing. And so, I mean, I know team owners, they're reaching out to players. They're calling agents. They're calling everybody that they can using every relationship possible. Yeah. So let's talk about the top notch thing, because I think okay. that's pretty damn interesting, right? It sounds like top notch and MLP, at least some of the MLP team mm-hmm. had been, having conversations yeah and top notch plays a huge role in this so yeah so we know sam flaxman was the ppa liaison right sam left the ppa and went and started working for top notch yeah and let's Um, let's read through the top notch players really quickly yeah okay so we got tyson mcguffin zane navratil james ignatowich anna bright jesse Irvin, stocksrud i always butcher his first name altoff merchant AJ Kohler, Irina Tarashenko, Connor Garnett, uh, Jill Braverman, Andre Deescu, um, Travis Rettenmeyer, Alex Newman, Brendan Long. And there's more, I assume, but these are just like the photos. Yeah. On I know the- Tyra Black is top notch. Yeah, right. They've, they've Elise signed Jones, people recently. Yeah, that Elise Jones is top notch. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, and I don't know if this is, I've heard this from several different people and obviously I don't know, but it sounds like top notch essentially cut a deal with the MLP and they said, we can get you our clients. Yep. You know, we, we want you to build around our clients and I don't know if, what, if there's any sort of kickback from top notch or whatnot. Right. But the reality is in the end of the day, they're getting their clients more money, you know, more stability, three-year contracts, and every single top-notch client, I was told, is headed to MLP except for one player is on the fence. Yeah, who would that be? Let me see. Let me let me take a guess. Yeah, you guess. Jesse. No. Irina? I think Irina's got to go MLP. I mean, she's That's MLP. what I was thinking, but like. Think Jesse's partner. Which men's or women's? Men's mix. Riley, AJ, AJ. I was told AJ's on the fence. He's undecided. He's right. a, he's still a free agent. the The players I've heard that are still free agents like are J Dub, Dylan, AJ, Loon, um, Vivian Glasman. There's a couple players out there that are still kind of free agents. Hayden hasn't signed yet. And then there's players. You know, obviously, Ben and Annalie are, are team PPA. And then there's players that have already signed with MLP. They signed late last night or are expected to sign today. Right. Um, but Connor is on site today in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And so my expectation is that Connor is – he's going to try and obviously convince a lot of players to stay. Yeah, right. Well, that was one of the things I thought. It was like it's an interesting timing when they have all the players in Kansas City, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Connor can literally walk up to him and get in their face. Yeah, exactly. Not that so, he's going to intimidate them, but like, you know, when you're face yeah. to face. Exactly. It's a lot easier. Dynamic, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Although someone did say Brooks was in Kansas City. I don't know if that's true. If he was, that's the most savage move ever. Yeah, it's very savage. He yeah. called me this morning and I tried to call him back, but he was I, I was on the phone with uh, Pardo. Okay. Um, so I haven't talked to him yet. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's, dude, I think here's the thing. 
the fans like MLP better than PPA. Um, yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I think they both have their value, right? Like I like watching. I like trying to figure out who's the best player in the world. Who's the best individual, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think and that was and that was Connor's that was Connor's pitch to us on why PPA and MLP can coexist because PPA yeah. proves who the best player in the world is. Right? Are you are do you want a PGA Tour or do you want an NFL? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's interesting. But now, because, but now they're both going to try and do both. Yeah, because now you have vibe, right? Yeah, but do and we I get assume MLP is going to do tour events? Why wouldn't they? Yeah, I mean, I think they would have to, but do you get two diluted products? That's the question. You know, you. I mean, you definitely do to a degree, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of comments yeah. coming in here. I'm sure I can't even really keep it up, but yeah, top notch. If you're not familiar, is just like um, an agent that represents a bunch of the, the top players. Somebody yeah, asked, exactly. You know? Um. What else? What else interesting have you heard? Um, um yeah. So I mean, so many uh, notes. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's you know, I think most of this stuff is stuff that people have kind of pieced together. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what. What exactly, you know, will come from it? But I do think that. You know, I think in the end, I think that the PPA is still going to be there. I think the MLP is still going to be there, right? Yeah. Yeah, they'll both exist for some time. And they'll both exist, and then we'll kind of see what happens. You know? One thing, though, the I think the I think creating odds for Major League Pickleball matches is going to be very challenging, and I would be interested to see how much progress they've made, like for sports betting. Yeah. With the PPA tour, they have everything in place. To me, I think of gambling as a massive value add. You bring in this whole new audience. You bring in way more personal investment. I mean, people are putting capital, their own money on the outcome of these matches. They're just going to care more, right? Like to yeah. me, gambling is actually pretty crucial. And could be a leg up if only the PPA is able to facilitate it. Yeah, I think so. And it brings in a different audience, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like a bunch know? of like a bunch of college kids, like yeah. the next, like the next gen. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and all the degenerates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. Exactly. Right. Did you gamble on any events? No. Yesterday? No. No, because I could, because uh, I'm in Texas, so I tried oh, yeah. to use. See, like we a, can't either. Yeah, I tried to use a VPN, and they um, apparently I'm not the first person to use a VPN because yeah. they, uh, yeah, they boarded that pretty quickly. Yeah. But yeah, I was I able heard, to like, get in there and see the. I was able to see the um, the lines and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I and, and it's awesome, right? I mean, I think it's interesting. I know like a couple people that bet on the Jay Davilliers Lohani match, and it was like minus six and a half, and it ends up going, you know, three games. And then all of a sudden it starts getting super intense because yeah, like you want, like Onik wins, you know, he wins game two and you're super pumped about it. Cause you're like, okay. But then you're like, wait, if he gets blown out in game three, that actually screws me, mm -hmm. you know? So it, it, it made it fun. Like you're every point. Oh, for matters. sure. For sure. 
Yeah. So, and then, you know, when there is gambling, then you have all the sports books coming in, they're able to write big checks. Yeah. Um, and it just opens up a whole new revenue stream. Yeah. And then you can yeah. take that capital and invest it elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, but so one of the th interesting things was like, okay, so when vibe and the PPA merged, right. Or sorry, vibe and MLP merged, right. Yeah. Um, the real, what really happened with that deal was that Tom Dundon and Connor Pardo now own 20% of all of Major League Pickleball. Okay. They each get their own individual teams, so the Utah Black Diamonds and the Seattle Pioneers, who finally made an Instagram. Yes. Good, job. Good job, Seattle, but now you don't need it yeah, because uh, you're not a team anymore, I think. I mean, I'm not sure how that plays out. Yeah, And then they're able to also contribute four teams to Major League Pickleball, which they did. Then we expanded to 24 teams. Do we know what teams investors. those are? Um, no, I couldn't think off the top of my okay. head. Uh, but so my question now is like, okay, so that 20% ownership in MLP now doesn't exist, right? Um, so that actually just by, you know, essentially it's like, okay, the talent was diluted. So now the value of every MLP team in theory is less. You could argue that. Yeah. But 20% that was spoken for from an outside party is no longer spoken for, right? And you have that extra capacity. Yeah. The value of every share to all the other owners just immediately increased. Increases, yeah. What happens to the Seattle Pioneers? What happens to the Utah Black Diamonds? So, Who so, assumes ownership of those teams? They're going well, to have to. Well, my question is, truthfully, is if it, I think it depends on how many players the MLP can actually sign. I mean, if the MLP yeah. doesn't sign enough players, it's probably easy right. to contract those teams. Yeah, how do you do 24 teams? You're going to yeah. have to contract them. But like, you look at like the Texas Rangers, they look 30 owners. Yeah. You know, yeah. like how are you going to consolidate some of these teams? There's already so much ownership. Like, yeah, for sure. I know. And, and I, I mean, I've heard that, you know, we're talking like $10 million evaluations on these teams now. You know, which well, is, yeah. Now you which, wonder. I mean, yeah, it's wild. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what the game plan is with the, for MLP. I don't know exactly what their what their you know I guess end game is or what they're planning to do with ownership and things like that. But I think right now you know they're hoping that let's get as many players as possible and everything else will follow. Yeah, yeah. because you know the players want to play with like if if thirty players go to MLP and then you have Ben Annerly and a couple other players going to PPA right. You know, if you're a player, where are you going? I mean, I would say that you're probably going to go, you know, to MLP just in the sense that, like, it seems more secure, I guess. Yeah, guaranteed money. Guaranteed money. Clear, yeah. off, clear off time. Yeah, exactly. Health insurance, uh, 401k. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's like a glory. It's like a good, it's like a good, uh, you know, mid, like, it's like a good yeah. finance job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you play pickleball. Well, you play pickleball. Like, do you yeah. think these players, like, ever, I mean, we'll have to ask Zane and Tyler, but I mean, they've been in the game for a long time. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think they ever imagined this playing pickleball? Absolutely not. I talked yeah. to a player last night and they were like, I can't even believe this. I can't even believe that this is the amount of money I'm about to make playing pickleball. Oh, that? Yeah. No, that, uh, 
that part would be pretty cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. And I still think the barrier to entry relative to any other sport or even like a, a profession generally, yeah. like to get to a point where you could potentially get a three-year guaranteed $200,000 a year health insurance, 401k, comp travel, 120 days off. Like that's pretty, pretty nice, pretty nice living. And you play yeah. a game. Yeah, right? for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not bad. I think, I don't know. I mean, I, I hope that they can both coexist and I hope truthfully, part of me does hope that they, like you said, Connor mentioned that he hopes that the MLP signs that original deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope that that obviously comes into play just for the good of the sport, but I mean, I think this is exciting for the players. I think it's stressful and there's a lot of uncertainty, but I also think they're never getting this amount of money had this not happened. Someone's knocking on my door. Um, and well, so the what the GM for the Texas Rangers lives in, like on the other side of the wall. So I was like, I wonder if he's coming over to just like jump on the pot because we were. Oh, that. That's funny. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's dude. What do you think about? Um, I mean, because you, dude, you you've seen contract. You've seen these players were making like a couple thousand dollar appearance fees. You know, for events. And then, like, the top draft, we know the top pick in MLP, right? We know it was $8,000 for the number one pick and then $8,000 match appearance fee. So Ben Johns was making $16,000 for MLP Mm -hmm. per event plus prize money. I mean, they've blown that out of the water. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's interesting that Ben is always just like, yeah, I don't care. I'm with the PPA. Yeah, yeah. Like doesn't seemingly doesn't even like entertain an alternative. No, and I think that they've taken really good care of him. So I get it. I right. get that loyalty. Right. You know? Right. Right. And I think we're gonna see that from other players. I mean, yeah, I think we're gonna see from a lot of players. Do I I mean we may see some flop, but I don't think anybody's gonna see, be surprised. Yeah, I mean, depending on which ones you talk to, like some players are are so pro PPA and MLP is just like the side thing. And they're like, yeah. whatever, I'll do it. Yeah. And then you, you, you talk to other players who are completely vice versa. They're yeah. like, screw yeah. the PPA. We're team MLP. Yeah. Till we die. Dude, Matt, Matt and Lucy opted out of MLP. Right. They're just like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what their plans are, but I can't imagine they're going MLP when they didn't even want to play it. Yeah. But like, you know, somebody like a Matt Wright who has, he's like a very successful lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, this, this, that, that MLP deal simply does not entice him. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But then there's other players that are like, gosh, the grind, the day to day. Yeah. Like Schneeman just gave up her job as an engineer. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah or perfect. think about like, and I don't know what she's doing, but think about like a Callie Smith who has got, kids, three kids at home or, or at least Jones, they've got kids at home. Right. And now you have an off season. Now you have, I mean, Elise was a teacher. Right. You know, yeah. before this, she, there's no way she was making the type of money she's about to make. Right. Well, and so who, who do we know where she's, she's, well, I don't know she's where she's notch? going, but she is top notch. So I would assume she's going to end up in the MLP. What about Callie? And you know anything about Callie? I have not heard anything about Callie at all. Um, 
I do know though that Connor Pardo, I mean, he's, he's from Utah. Yep. And so I think I wouldn't surprise me if some of these Utah players were very loyal to him just because they've had that relationship with him. Oh, for and so they've long. Been, yeah. And they've been traveling around the country for years. Yeah, right? exactly. Like I mean, I know Tyler, Tyler and Connor Pardo are good friends. Like they're very close friends, you know, but I've always thought of Tyler. Yeah, you know, Tyler has always been like a PPA guy through and through. Yeah. But I oh I, I also see him as somebody who is in favor of MLP and kind of tied into a lot of yeah. the owners there, right? For sure. He's got relationships on both sides, for sure. Do we know any, any anything about him and where where he, he's No, I don't know anything about him. I know that he talked to the PPA last night and I know that he talked to ML or MLP wanted to talk to him today. I don't know if he's actually talked to MLP yet. Um, so yeah, I don't think that he's made a decision one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, the numbers I heard from the PPA are pretty impressive too. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the PPA is saying, you know, we're take it or leave it. This is we're we're not changing anything. They're throwing out big numbers too. They're trying to match and beat these MLP offers, mm-hmm. you know. So the PPA is trying to keep. Yeah, that. one 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 of the interesting things Connor said was like he he basically conceded that yeah they're gonna lose some talent in this. Yeah, and he was saying that this is essentially. I mean, this is this is deliberate, right? Like this was thought through. This was planned out. For um, sure. You know. Like in, right. Like in my mind, uh, like I think, I think a lot of this is going to go to court. <laughs> like there are so going to be a lot too. of legal battles between all sorts of different people, right? Well, like, and even contracts, right? Because I was told that some players like Tyson and them have legacy contracts that they signed. Yeah, right. But they would only no have, they would really only have like a year left on those. Yeah. One of the things I said to Pardo, I was like is there a provision in the PPA agreements where they could buy out the rest of their contract or they could have a sponsor buy out the rest of the contract? And he said, no. And I was like, okay, well, is there any way they could wiggle out of those PPA contracts if they want to go MLP? And he's like, well, realistically, you can wiggle out of anything if you, you know, get the right legal team around you. So so that's interesting because I was told that MLP, that the players have to buy out their liabilities. And that some of the liability buyouts are four up to four X and that the MLP was going to pay those. Say that again. So I was told that some of the, the players to get out of PPA deals have to buy out their liabilities and it's up to four X with some of these contracts and the MLP was going to pay those. But that to me just sounds like that sounds like conjecture. I don't know how you would come up with that. Like, yeah, that, that's probably a theory that MLP owners have. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, this it's not over. No. It's going to get tied up, like you said. There's, it's going to get tied up at some point. And what's going to happen is, I mean, you have <laughs> Thomas. We got billionaires fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, like, well, on one side we have, mul- I mean, on both sides we have multiple. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And so now it just becomes, you know, can they come to some sort of agreement on this? Yeah. 
it's just a to me it's a bummer that like okay well we could potentially like never see some of these players face each other again no i know we right? like i mean we have a we have a men's singles final on sunday that we may this might be the last time we ever see it right and here's the question do we see people pull out this week Right. Yeah. That's a good question. Like, do you sign with MLP and then you pull out and you're not playing? Or does Pardo walk up to you and say, you're not finishing this tournament? Or does Pardo walk up and say, you're out? And the next, what's the next PPA? They're in Kansas City and then it's what? I don't think they would because then Fleming has to do some sort of dance to smooth it over as to why the finals just changed or something. Right. That's true. And and, And honestly, with Amazon, I'm sure that they have they have commitments to their TV partners and whatever else, but, but what about next week or the next tournament? Right. I mean, I think this does a couple of things. I think MLP Atlanta is dead. I think if you're making plans to go to MLP Atlanta, you might want to change them. <laughs> yeah. That's a good like, point. Cause part uh-huh. of not going to let any PPA players go. It's going to change every team. MLP is going to have to redraft. Yep. Yep. Um, so I think that's dead. And then I think that the next PPA event is going to be wildly different. That whole first season, the whole like trial. Yeah, the whole first season is done. I think this this whole MLP thing, there's rumors that they might try to get a van in before the end of the year, the MLP. But I don't know how they're going to do that. But yeah, they're going to have to redraft. The whole first season is essentially done. And then they're going to start in 2024. Yep. Yeah, from scratch. From and scratch. it's going to be a new number of teams. Yeah, new number of teams. They're going to have talent pools completely different now. Because, because my black bears were money. I'm going to I'm going to claim a championship. What's Heishay going to do? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> she's going to hit your wagon to whoever. I haven't heard from her yet. I'm a little worried that maybe she had a heart I, I think that, Honestly, I think that she was on tilt yesterday. I think that she was <laughs> struggling. Like, Absolutely like... struggling. Had to pop a couple Xanax to, to make it through the day. Yeah, the most chaotic you know, day of her, of her life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what a crazy day for pickleball. Yeah, it's so wild. But, like, I always said this, um, you know, the, we've had multiple instances like this where you're like, well, things can't get crazier than this. Yeah. And yet they do. They do. Every time. I know. They do, Every time. Yeah. So I'm a, the same thing I said last time I'm going to say right now. Do you think? Six months from now, there's going to be another blow up and yeah. another moment like this where, where shit hits the fan and we got to jump on a live pod. Dude, 100%. And I think that there's going to be, not only do I think there will, but I think that there's going to be some, at some point down the line, six months, nine months, whatever that is, I think we see a merger. I, I think so. I think I could imagine certain people being pushed out yeah. Cooler heads prevailing. Yeah. And everybody coming back. Does to the Connor Pardo step down so that, that he could save the PPA? Would he would he step would he be like if if MLP if MLP said, Hey, we will merge, let's get this going again, but Connor, you gotta step down. So I hear the opposite. I hear that MLP wants Dundon out and Pardo okay. to stick around. Yeah, I like, can see that too. Right. Yeah. Um, cause Dundon and Coon aren't friends. No. <laughs> yeah. They don't even exist. Yeah. I've, they've both called me and, um, told me yeah. as much. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, somebody, oh, okay. Somebody had a good question. Yeah. Okay. So like, who's going to care about major league pickleball? Um, when there's so much like off season essentially, and then the PPA is consistently having their tournaments. Right. I mean, we feel yeah. that we feel that now where we like forget about MLP almost between events because everybody we, turns toward the PPA. We, we do. But, but just to be clear, MLP is not just going to do the six events. These, these contracts are stating 200 days. Wait. So talk about a little bit about, about what you said about, you know, Tyler's got to move to like Brooklyn, right? Like these players got to move to their respective well, cities. I think that was like, the, and I think that was the goal of what, of one of Steve Kuhn's ideas. I don't know if that's actually coming to fruition, like 2024, right. but his idea was that you live in the city that you play in. Yep. That these owners have to commit to facilities. They have to commit to home arenas or home, you know, and he wanted to do like home and away matches. Yep. Which I think that'd be really cool. I just think that viewership is not at a place where you can fund all of that. No, because then because then you have local TV deals, right? Um, That you have to secure yourself and all these things. And I think that that's a little bit a ways off. But this is a step in that direction. I think. I mean, I don't know. Steve Kuhn clearly moves fast. His words to me, his direct quote to me was, "He wanted that by 2025." So this season may be a little bit different, but dude, here's what's wild, bro. This is the most important draft. When they redraft this, this is going to be the most important draft in MLP history because you're this three-year deals. If you screw this up, if you go and draft a team that doesn't mesh well, or yeah, you know, maybe you pick somebody that's on the downside of their career. Well, that was the case anyway. It, it was, but this one's different because you get them for three months, right? Like now you truly draft upside. Yeah, yeah, right. Like this, right. like this upcoming draft. Yeah. Like Jan five or whenever they decide yeah. to do it, determines your roster for the foreseeable yeah. future. Yeah. So, bro, like a like a Tyra Black, right? Mm-hmm. If you think Tyra Black is the future and you think that she's going to blow up, which obviously she's done. Yeah. Right. I mean, her value is skyrocketing because you get her for three years you know, two, three, however many years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's huge. I think we see more trades obviously now. I think we see there's gotta be some sort of waiver wire type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. I mean, it's, it, it's going to be wild, but like, so then say a Matt, Wright, Just for instance. Okay. Not that Matt's still not at the peak of his career or maybe a Travis Rettenmeyer. You got these guys in their mid forties. Are you like, okay, do I take this guy? How's he going to be in three years? Yeah. I think you draft differently now and it changes your strategy where before you had them for three months, you had them for three events. Yeah. Yeah. But that, but that doesn't, that's not different than what it would have been had this not all blown up. No, I, yes, I agree. I agree. But, but now you're paying them a lot of freaking money. Yeah. So I think there's a little bit more pressure there. But yeah, it wouldn't have been because this was the plan all along, right? Is to have your team set in stone. No more drafting. I just don't know how you fill 24 teams. So I, I'm seeing, interesting, I'm getting some text right now. Um, we just said it's a like the buyouts are a theory, right? Yeah. And this person said, it's not a theory. There are buyouts. Then he said, 
it's not going to be a draft. It's free agency. Oh. Okay. So what does that mean? So you just go and it becomes a spending war? Like amongst the MLP owners, it's like who can just go buy the best talent? Yeah. I mean, dude, that – I mean, that would be insane, right? Yeah. I mean, that would be like – but then that – so you know what? I mean – I guess if their contracts are already set in stone, maybe it's not a spending war, but maybe it's like a. There will be a salary min and max, right? So you're capped. Yeah, and so, so maybe a, yeah, in that right. But maybe it's who you want to play for, and that makes bro. You know what that does is that makes GMs and owners that have relationships with players that much more important. English Premier League model is what I'm getting. Yeah. The relegation and yeah, we know there's going to be relegation and all of that. But can you? I mean, can you imagine? Like my phone right now, I'm looking at my messages and it's just like a bunch of names and just typing. Like it's the typing. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, um, I, I I gotta I gotta. <laughs> I'll tell you after. I got a pretty funny message during this. This is, this is interesting though. Like, like no, so so like as a player, right? Like you're not going to. Like you're not going to go to a city you don't want to because it's 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 up to you whether you accept the contract that's offered to you. Yeah, within sure. that min and max. Yeah, but there's like, there's okay, so like there's, yeah, so but there's like certain owners, right? There's really good MLP owners, and then like we know that like Seattle didn't even have an Instagram page, right? Yeah, and like I know that like the fives were getting put up in the Waldorf Astoria in San Clemente, and yeah, the yeah. pioneers, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're paying some, for everything. Some were just like living like kings. And then yeah. others and then, were like, I don't even know my, I've never met my owner. <laughs> exactly. And like, you know, I remember Brene Brown, you know, two seasons ago was sending her team literally Lululemon every single day, like new, new clothes. And then the pioneers couldn't even get jerseys. Right. Speaking of uh, uh, Lululemon, uh, what, what do you think? Oh, I guess she's aloe. What do you think Paris Todd's going to do? Just well, I mean, I think, I mean, Paris has got to be an MLP person. Paris right. could keep her team intact because none of them are PPA. Yeah. Other than Pablo. But is he even a gold card? Who's Pop? Is Pablo top notch guy? Yeah. Well, Fed is. So I assume Pablo is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, so, if you just look at the top notch roster, yeah. right? Like that to me is enough talent to anchor. Yeah, for sure. A good product. Yeah. Bro, if, if Top Notch is getting a percentage of this, which is the rumor, I mean, props to them. Like, they yeah. they pulled off a freaking coupe. Like, this is yeah. it's pretty impressive. Right? I mean, yeah. It's it's huge. But think about, dude, so yeah, I think, I mean, Paris, Hunter, Simone, right? You could keep your team intact. All three of them have to go MLP. So Pablo's not top notch. Oh, he's not. Okay. No. Um, this is good though. If you, if you are listening to this and you're like an owner, player, whatever, yeah, reach out. Send me a text. So I'm yeah. getting these updates live, and it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I'm seeing like it's basically like sink or swim for owners. Uh, the best owners will get rewarded. Those who are willing to spend and put the time in, take care of the players. 
So, so that was one thing that Steve said to me was he said that, look, these owners, we are asking for a big commitment out of these owners, you know? Right. But, but here's what I heard, bro. Here's something interesting. Some of these owners are strapped and they have no working capital. And so now some of them are pretty, you know, you, I mean, this is, this is going to require full-time GMs, right? Full-time coaches. Who know what they're doing. Who know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. And, and here's, here's the difference. So like a GM should not only know talent, they should not only be like somebody with Twitter fingers. Yeah. They should be able to essentially run a small business. This, this feels like a direct attack. <laughs> I was going to say, no offense. <laughs> it feels like a person. Like, attack. you know, a true GM should not only have a very intimate understanding of talent and everything it, that's happening but they should be able to run a small business. It's definitely changing the game for sure. I mean, you know, obviously myself, I'm an assistant to the assistant, but no, I'm an assistant GM, but like, I mean, you know, not, not to take anything away from a guy like Josh Gartman, who I think is great and he knows talent and he follows the sport, but is Josh Gartman going to be the guy now for an ML, for another MLP team? Right. I don't know. I think he's he's not qualified. But where are they going to come get these guys? Right. So these so these people who were GMs are just going to be advisors, right? Talent advisors, talent yeah. scouts. I mean, right? that would be my that would be my guess is some of them just become scouts. And I think we see bigger staffs for these teams. You know? And, yeah. And I think you see more hands-on from the owners. I mean, we know some of these owners are crazy hands-on. And they've created great relationships with these players. But yeah. Shout out to Matt Klitsch, I mean, I don't know. He's he's in finance. He's yeah. all over the. He's all over. Matty Pickles. I think he might be a pretty optimal GM. You're welcome, Matt. Yeah, I mean, I think that. I mean, obviously, Matt is this. He would be the second best Matt as a GM behind Manasse. But um, one one thing I was thinking about <laughs> though um, is uh, how about how about Tim Klitsch? I mean, talk about a W, right? Yeah. You I mean, buy Tim, in at like 200 grand or whatever, Tim, then you sell majority, you cash out, and then this all hits yeah. the fan and you're like, all right, cool. Yeah. Still Tim have a small bet really. in case there's there's upside, yeah. but uh, I already I already made a cool few mil. Yeah. I mean, Klitsch, Klitsch hit a home run. I mean, I, I just, like I said, I just saw somebody offered, or Pardo was offered, he told me this, he was offered like, 700,000 for 10% and he turned it down of MLP of M- of of his team because they think that it's they think these teams are going to oh. worth well, it's a more 7 million dollar valuation yeah. for an individual and they think team. these teams are worth more than that right so right. i mean you if you bought into the beginning you know if you're Tim Klitsch, if you're you know Richie Twazan, if you're you know, any of these guys that bought in the beginning for what, I mean, what Rhett, didn't Rettmeyer and his buddies buying for 250,000 or something. Yeah. I, my understanding was that the, the initial initial owners, which you just named some of them, it was 200 grand for a team. Yeah. You buy in at that. I mean, you're, you're feeling great, you know? And at this point, if, if, if MLP is investing, I mean, dude, we gotta be talking like 25 to $30 million a season right now. If you count salaries and everything else. Yeah. 
Maybe both, more. both entities are like lighting money on fire. But yeah, like, exactly. That's what you have to do when you're in growth mode. Yes, exactly. Right. You're spending for the future. Yeah. You're, you're so, in the red in the hopes that you create something that is a cash cow down the road. Yeah. And you can make up for that and, and more. Right. Exactly. And so I think that these owners, I mean, gosh, you know, who knows if they're ever going to get revenue sharing out of this. I mean, you got, they got MLPs going to be making 50, hundred million dollars a year, but their the valuations of their teams are just going to keep going up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, once they, and I think this, this will allow them to get bigger TV contracts. It's going to allow them to get bigger sponsorships. I mean, in the end, like other than the diluted product, it's a great day for pickleball. It legitimizes yeah, I think, the sport. I think. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've always, I just think there's a big question mark on all of it. I, yeah. I do. I mean, both, both entities. Yeah. What yeah. really? Are you, are you team PPA or MLP? Pick a side, Thomas. It depends on who I talked to most recently. <laughs> Dude, that's how I am. That's funny because <laughs> because I have totally see both sides of it. Right. Well, that's right. why I, I texted Connor this morning and I was like, yo, I've literally only heard from players and mostly like people who are team MLP. Like, I want to get your I need your opinion here. So I'm not like yeah. totally lopsided when we go live. Yeah. Uh, so he called me because, um, yeah, they they. And it's not like they're both just trying to spin it. Like they both believe in their own, in their own visions. And honestly, they have yeah. to right now. Yeah, right? For, for sure. And I don't think that either vision is wrong. They're just different. Right. And Connor sees that Connor sees the tennis model. Mm-hmm. And that's a model that's worked for tennis. And, you know, he's, he's followed it for pickleball and it's worked for him. And, and, and that's a model that a lot of people love. Obviously the PPA is very successful. And MLP sees the team model, the sports franchise model. And so, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm curious how it ends up playing out. I think it's exciting. I think the next three months are going to be crazy. Wild. Um, yeah. Well, I just don't know who's going to, who's going to play in PPA events because the contracts go both ways too, right? Some of these players are trying to buy out of their contracts, but the PPA, they're also, you know, PPA has obligations to them as well. And so if a contract runs through the end of this year and a player is planning to go to MLP, does Connor just say go now? And now do we have players that are going four months without getting paid? Right? Like, is that going to be made up by the MLP? Is the MLP going to pay, pay out of these next four months? Cause dude, I don't think some, I think some of these players are fine, but there's some of these players that probably can't afford that. And they may stay with PPA just for that reason. Right. You know, cause if you don't play an event until January where you could be playing, you know, eight events between now and then they may need that money. I don't know. Or, or PPA becomes like, like APP and you get a couple stragglers who, you know, you get the Deescus who want to, you know, they know that they're guaranteed their, their, their floor is silver and you go slay it. So 
Yeah, so <laughs> one of the crazy numbers that Pardo threw out there is there's 300 MLP owners. Dude, that is nuts. That's so many. How do you deal with that? In the midst of all this, how do you deal with hearing from 300 owners? Even if a third of those owners are are reaching out and like actually active in care. I mean, that's a lot of different voices to manage and navigate. And again, I've said this before, but like these aren't nobodies. These are people who have built yeah. businesses. Yeah. Uh, they're famous in their own right, right? Like they're they're alphas, they're A players. They're gonna want their voice heard. They're not just gonna sit on the sidelines, right? Like these are pretty intense personalities. Are you getting any um, interesting texts? No, I mean, <laughs> I got, I got, I'll have to tell you later. I got a funny one that was like, that, that wasn't very complimentary of what we're doing right now. But um, why? Why? <laughs> well, I just said that we're revealing some stuff we shouldn't be revealing. But I've been given, I've been, everything I've said, I've been given the okay to, to say. Yeah, but I know that, and that's what my response was that you've talked to Connor. Yeah. Right. This yeah. Was like, yeah. I mean, he want. Yeah. I mean, Connor was like, I want this stuff on the record. Yeah, for sure. And I get it. And I think we're going to see a lot of that. I think we're going to see both sides. Um, and look, what do they say? Right. The truth is going to be somewhere in the middle. Um, and Connor's going to have his view on what happened. And Steve Kuhn and the MLP is going to have their view on what happened. And I think they both could be right just with how they view things. But I think, yeah, I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle. So it's crazy though. I think we, we, I think dude, like two days from now, we're going to have to do another one of these because I bet more stuff breaks. And then once the player lists start to come out and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously there's a bunch of other stuff that like, Somebody said this pod seems very pro MLP. Interesting. Does it? Do, do I seem like I'm coming off pro MLP? No, I think that you're coming off as very neutral. I think that I think that it just depends on where we end up. It's right? Interesting. It's interesting to see who comes out of the woodworks to support one side or yeah. or the other. Um, yeah, for sure. But, like, even unless you, I mean, even um, even if you're Tom Dundon or Connor Pardo or you're Steve Kuhn, you still only have your side. Nobody, there's nobody in the midst of all this who knows everything, yeah. right? Who has yeah. every single detail. Yeah. So even if somebody seems in the know, you know, they still have to sort of, formulate their own opinions based on the limited set of facts that they have. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. For there's, sure. no, there's no like one source of truth in all this. The right? only thing that I think sucks for a lot of these players is that some of these deals are, are exploding deals in the sense that they're given an hour, two hours, three hours to sign. Right. Yeah. And then they're like, you it's know, crazy. here it is, sign yeah. it or we're moving on. Yeah. And like back when, back when, um, it was like after the first MLP event, okay, MLP and PPA are working together. Everything's great. Um, M uh, PPA players played in the first MLP. Everyone's like, wow, MLP was unbelievable. It was a home run. Then it was like New Year's Eve, 
that year we hear that. And I never knew, I, I don't know if this was like actually true, but it was like at the stroke of midnight, right? People probably exaggerating. PPA starts calling and trying to sign everybody to three year exclusive agreements. Yeah. And shit hit the fan then. So MLP in my mind is like taking uh, a play, a page out of the PPA playbook. Yeah. They're doing the exact same thing. Um, and unfortunately, like that's kind of what you have to do. That's the precedent that's been set. That's what yeah. you have to do if you want to get the right talent for your product. Yeah. And, and what what's interesting is there's little things that sway players. And I think it sways all of us. I think it's human nature. But like if you had a poor experience at MLP, right, where I don't know, you didn't like your ownership or you didn't like this. Now you're like, yeah, I'm team PPA or if Connor, you know, there's a broken promise from Connor or the PPA, you know, the players are pissed about the PPA and something that they're doing or paddle testing or whatever, then all of a sudden you're pro MLP. And it's little things like that that could sway some of these players wildly enough. Like, yeah, especially when you have two hours to make a decision. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why, I don't know, I think we might. I mean, there's some people that obviously are taking their time and they're trying to think it through. And I think some players have that clout to do that. I think if Ben Johns literally said, I need a week, they're going to give him a week. They're going to give him a month. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, yeah, of course. And he'll get whatever, essentially whatever deal he wants. Exactly. But if, you know, Jillian Braverman is like, oh, let me think about it. They're going to be like, oh, on to the next. Like, don't you think I would, I would, I would say like, okay, if Ben were like, you know what? I'm not signing with anybody. I'll decide what's right for me based on the offers I get. I could see the PPA or MLP offering them like 5 million guaranteed. Yeah. Like I think that would be justified. Yeah, for sure. And it wouldn't surprise me, dude, if the, if the, if the MLP at least called him and gave him an FU offer, they gave him the Godfather offer, right? Yeah. They threw out some, him and Annalie. Yeah. Call them and you throw out just some, asinine out of this world number just to see yeah right you have to try you have to at least make the phone call yeah and i'm sure they did i would i would be really interested to hear what that what those numbers look like yeah exactly if anybody knows text us (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah i mean i think if you called him and you just threw out just some crazy clearly the mlp's got backing right now clearly they got some funding yeah and you throw out some just insane offer like that, you got to try it. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, um, I don't know. I think we did. I think we did a good job. Should we, should we leave it at that? And yeah. Wait let's leave it at this. And yeah. All right. It's all, it's all interesting. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll keep, we'll, we'll try and update everybody via Twitter um, and on our blog and, you know, in the newsletter and everything. Um, but when this much happens in this amount of time, like the really the only way to do it is like, we got to jump on video. Yeah. We got to do the emergency press conference. Also, I like the fact that I had to ditch Zane and you had to ditch Tyler because it's yeah. like, they can't say anything. So yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I saw somebody the other day that was like, Zane, you really need to ditch Thomas. Yeah, dude. Right. I woke up yesterday morning and some guy was just absolutely ripping me. I'm like, all right, good morning. Like, yeah, I get those all the time. Trust me. Yeah, I can't like, wear I can't wear something on the pod without getting right made fun of. So this guy's but, like ripping me apart. I go to his Twitter profile and like yeah. in the thing, it's like 
Like it's all about like mental health and oh, there's good. like a mental health hotline. I'm like, dude, you're bullying me out yeah. of nowhere. Well, your mental health like, doesn't matter. <laughs> you're the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're why these hotlines. Yes. Are. But this is also why like you and I, I mean, you know, not to toot our own horn, but we're important because Zane and Tyler are worthless in this situation. Because they can't, they just can't, they say can't anything. talk. They can't say a thing. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Somebody just said in like the, um, in the stream here, they were like, there's no journalists covering pickleball. It was like, there's also no journalists covering pickleball. That's the craziest part. Yeah. And then someone responds and goes, no journalists covering pickleball says as they're watching a pickleball journalism channel. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> hey, what are we talking about? That's you're, funny. Yeah. You're, you're looking at it. Unfortunately, yeah, this, this is, is it. Yeah. This is yeah. what you got. <laughs> hey, sports <laughs> illustrated isn't walking through that door. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right, bud. I appreciate it. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, we'll keep everyone updated. And if we, you know, whatever we hear. So. All right. Okay. What a world. Yeah. Later. All right, bud. See ya.